0: Hey, what's up guys? Uh welcome back to the ECB cast show, pod pod, whatever you guys want to call it. Um today we're gonna be talking about the the big three. You know the big three, the the one big three that just happened recently with James Harden going to the Nets. We're gonna be talking about all all-star selections, uh what we think about it. And finally, we're gonna be talking about the interesting situation in the standings for Eastern and Western conference. So without further ado, I would like to present my main man Kyle. He's going to be starting us off today. Kyle, what do you think, man? How do you like the big three on the Nets?
1: Um, I mean, when you put together three guys like that who are that good at creating a shot for themselves, uh, it really it opens up your offense a lot because not only do you have to always pay attention to those three guys when they're on the floor together, and that opens up shots for the other two guys and the other four guys, I should say, because all three of those guys are good spot-up shooters as well. Uh, But it gives you the luxury of being able to stagger and not only just have one of those guys on the floor at the same time, but you could even possibly have two of those guys on the floor at the same time. Uh, They gave up a lot of their depth and I think all their picks until like 2027. I'm not sure exactly. I'm pretty sure they're all unprotected. But when you get a chance to put together three guys like this, I mean, there's really their margin for error at the very least through the Eastern Conference is pretty big. Sure, they got to play against some great interior players like Giannis and and Embiid, but I don't know any team in the East that's stopping that trio, especially when they got it going.
2: I feel as if, like, you know, I don't have, like, too much to add to this because I feel like y'all are a bit more passionate, but I honestly think that, like, they basically put themselves in a position they basically need to win either this year or next year because, like, they have given up a significant chunk of their like you know supporting cast and as well as their future so like uh they have to deliver or else like you know the, the nets will fall into like you know absolute obscurity over the next like year or two All right,
3: that- yeah no i 100 percent agree with that it's kind of weird that they made this trade i mean like tyler was saying like when you get an opportunity like this you're gonna go and pursue the opportunity But they didn't have a bad team at all um, before they made this trade. Like, Karis LeVert was playing, like, out of his mind. He was playing super well. And that team honestly looked like one of the better teams in the East or in the entire NBA in general. So it's kind of weird that they made a push for that. But because of that, they're forced to kind of have to win this season or the next season because, like you said, they gave up their future to make this happen.
4: I think uh, as well with the trade, like losing Karis Leverden and losing that debt like Jarrett Allen, I think that was a really big loss uh, in Jared Allen uh, because when uh, he came back uh, in Cleveland when they played against the Nets, oh man, he trashed them. So uh, yeah, losing him, uh, that was a big uh, deal, I I feel like. um, DeAndre Jordan, I would rather have him had traded, but whatever. Um, But yeah, I agree with all you guys. Uh, They need to win this year next. Oh, but I think more than that, I think they need to get rid of Kyrie. And I I know Kyrie is an amazing player, and like having those three offensive players, like like KD and James Harden as well, like that team is almost unstoppable offensively. But like you know, there's so much drama around uh, at least James Harden and Kyrie that I I just feel like getting rid of Kyrie to bring in death, like that might help the team a lot. But then then again, you have Spencer Dinwiddie that still uh there i know he's injured right now but like he's still there next year so he he can add to the debt and um yeah just they just need to bring in some players and i think they're very good contenders they can easily win the chip or at least the eastern conference
2: yeah uh, going off of that it just feels as if it, it sounds like one of those teams that like you know it sounds super good on paper but like you know in terms of actual practice like you know how does it how does it play out so like, you know, it's not an objective problem. It's a subjective problem. Like, you know, how well but they, like, you know, gel with each other during the regular season, let alone when it comes time for playoffs when, like, you know, the stakes are highest. So. Uh,
0: One thing one thing I noticed is that these scores for the Nets games, right, they're going really high. Except, like, one since James Harden came in, there was, like, this one Miami Heat game where they were, like, sub 100. But most of these games are going, like, 115 plus. And, like... I found it like it's it's pretty crazy. It just goes to show that, you know, they're kind of dictating how the show is going to go in the sense that this is just purely offensive game right now. Like there's very little defense being played. And like the thing is that when you have three stars with Kyrie, James Harden and Kevin Durant, like they're just always pushing like the offense. Like that's the main thing. That's the type of production you're going to get from them. So I think it's really interesting to see how like other teams like they're having to keep up with them in terms of like offense like they have to keep playing offense rather than being able to settle into defense and keep the score low so i think it's really cool how they're like they're basically causing like this uh effect whenever they're playing that you know it's it's purely an offensive game at that point
2: yeah they're going by dan d'antoni's like you know like tried and true method of like why play defense when you grow up by 20 at all times
1: <laughs> yeah that's true that's true. <laughs> But he's, but he's, I,
2: he's, I thought
0: it was funny though, like how they lost to the Cavaliers. Like my man Colin Sexton, like he's he's been like he's been like like incrementally improving like every single year, and this year he's like really putting on a show. Um, I'd kind of like to see his like uh, assist numbers go up, but his like scoring is amazing, man.
2: I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to see him come up like that. i when he first came in the league, that dude was was as green as grass, but he you know he definitely has gotten better so mm-hmm. i mean do y'all 100%. have anything else to put on this like you know in terms of the the nets like i think we all have we all have relatively the same opinion so you guys want to move on mm-hmm.
0: uh yeah, so i mean more. oh yeah, yeah we can go that's cool all
2: right let's get into the the best part okay uh, we're gonna go to my man array last uh anyone else who wants to go first let's go for all-star selections I think I think I
0: think Kyle I think Kyle has, has a solid uh starting lineup.
1: Yeah, um I mean I feel like uh, generally the front court in both the West should should we go by conference or just do all at once? What are we doing? I, I think we should go conference. So like all right. if you're starting so before. so I guess let's start in the um in the Western conference. Um I would say like the guard the guard position is kind of difficult to nailed down. I think the the front court is pretty, I think that's pretty easy to select. So in the guard positions, um, I initially had Steph and Luca starting, but I changed that to Steph and Dame because Dame has been on a tear as of late. Um, I think the front court is pretty easy. Uh, Kawhi is there, uh, LeBron is there, and Nikola Jokic is there. Uh, The only caveat I'd say is that Uh, paul george probably should be starting in the all-star game but nba.com doesn't allow you to put him as a a guard even though he starts at shooting guard for the clippers which is weird i'd say those are without i'd say dame steph why lebron and Jokic are my starters in the west
0: i know i know like a ray he probably has like a huge opinion on who should be starting for the western conference uh, center position I know, like his favorite player Rudy Gobert, he he'd love to see him up there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Hell, though, that's the last person that you know. It's kind of, in my opinion, I don't even think he should be in the All Star game. Um, he's probably an All Star role player, but you know that, that's a conversation for a different. Okay, come
4: on, all right, all right, all right, come on! Don't disrespect them like that. The Jazz are number one seed for a reason. It's Rudy they're Gobert. Not, they're the number two not, seed.
0: Uh, I actually have a lot to say about the current standings, but we'll we'll get we'll, we'll get get to that later. later.
4: But no, come on, you can't have you can't not have Rudy Gobert in in the All Star game, not as a starter. Let's
3: um, let's just uh, kind of agree to disagree for that, because you know we're talking about the starters right now. So I guess we can all one hundred percent agree that Rudy Gobert should not be an All Star starter this year,
0: right? I could I could agree with that. I could
3: agree with that. Word. But yeah, honestly, I'm looking through all of our selections. We pretty much all have the same front court for the most, you know, for the most part, Jokic, LeBron James. Um, I have Paul George over Kawhi, but, you know, Kyle pretty much said the same thing. But I'm not going to lie, Paul George has been playing pretty well this year. So that's just my personal take. And Luka is a guy I have as a guard. Um, I know a lot of you guys also have Luka. But um, he's definitely a guy that's – he hasn't been – so. That's the thing about his stats is that he's, he's putting up numbers, but he's not doing it in the best of efficiency. And his team's also not, um, not even in the playoff race as of now. But you know, I think he's gonna kind of get in the groove. And his team's been through a lot of you know, uh, health and safety protocols. So I can't really put it all on him. But he's definitely gotta get his numbers up, shooting wise, to kind of be an All Star starter. You know what I mean?
1: Plus the Mavs are like thirteenth in the Western Conference right now or something. You talk, you're talking about uh, his efficiency for
0: Luca? Uh yeah. Aaron. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, I would agree. Uh my my starting lineup is pretty much the same, uh, in the front court. Uh you got LeBron, you got Kawhi, and then you got Nikola Jokic. Um, I think Nikola Jokic really has solidified his position as like I don't want to get into like a debate, but like at least in the West, he's probably the or he is like the best center. Um in the West, at least like this man is putting up monster stats. Like he's like, he's not even putting up triple doubles like that, but like he does have a few, right. But his, his numbers are insane, man. Like it's crazy, dude. Like Nikola Jokic has been a beast lately. Um, LeBron, I feel like at this point, if you don't have LeBron in, in the all-star game while he's like in the league, like, do you even have an all-star game? Like this man has been in the all-star game for like almost his entire career. Um, and then we got Kawhi. I think Kawhi is just solid, man. Like ever since he like left the Spurs, wait. <laughs> I don't want to get like into I don't want to get in my feels real quick. No, 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 no. Uh but like, you know, he's when he was in the Spurs, he was coming up. I feel like he's reached that like superstar level where he's like, it's like a given, like Kawhi's a beast now. Um for the guard position, I had Luka, just because I feel like Luca has that um like the style or like that showmanship, and I had Demar Derozan as the other guard, Come Just on. because I gotta support. I gotta support so the Spurs. Heavy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Demar's um,
1: been really good this year. Has, what yeah. What I have,
0: like, what I have noticed is that while the Spurs are mostly young now, like, like whenever it's crunch time, they always give the ball to Demar, and he's like, he's been consistently delivering. So I really like that about Demar. But if I would replace Demar, it would probably be with Steph. That's that's from my Western Conference.
4: So, I, I, I agree with you guys. Um, well, so, Steph Curry, definitely a starter. He, he's amazing to watch. Uh, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, I just feel like they're both interchangeable between each other. Um, it's just a popularity vote between them. Um, LeBron James definitely has to be there. And Nikola Jokic has been balling out. Now, I left one position out. there was the second guard position. And... I know Kyle said Dame Lillard, but I I just want to know why you're not saying Luka Doncic because I just feel like he definitely should be a starter. Like I know Mavs aren't doing great,
1: but like why don't you have him there? Um, I mean, so at the start of the year, Dame started off a little bit slow, Um, but since CJ has got since CJ got hurt and CJ was having a great year as well, uh, he was I think up until when he got hurt, he was the Blazers' best player. But since then, Dame has really been on a tear. I mean, last night he scored, and and if you guys know me, I don't like Damian Lillard, but uh, I gotta respect him. He's playing really well right now. Uh, capped off last night with six points and six seconds to beat the Chicago Bulls at the buzzer.
2: I'm jump ball.
1: I mean, I think I think winning should matter, particularly with like starting. Uh, you'll see that in my Eastern Conference All Star starters. But the Mavericks right now are 13th in the West, and they've lost five in a row. The Blazers. Sure, they're not a super high seed, but they're seventh and they're missing like three of their starters. Nurkic is out. Um, what's his name? CJ is out. And I believe someone else was out until just recently. So that's why I think that Dame should be starting. Plus, his numbers are amazing as well. All right. Um, So
4: I agree with you in some of the things that you're saying, but it's just like... Uh, Luka Doncic was the starter last season. And I'm just looking at the stats from last season and this season. They're very identical. Um, and, you know, he was... Like, I just feel like people aren't amazed by him because he's not carrying his team to, like, a LeBron James level. But, like, his stats are still up there. Like, he's... Like, I, I still think he's a superstar. I-, I still think he's a show... Like, he- he's, a- he's a player that you'd love to see. I- if I was to put Dame in there, I'd probably replace Steph Curry... I, even though I know the Warriors and the uh, Portland Trailblazers are doing better than the Mavs, it's just like, I don't know. Stats-wise, Luka Doncic is looking much better. Um, and like I, I just feel like Dame Lillard, yeah, he, he's been amazing. And he had that game-winner yesterday. That, that was amazing. But I, I don't know. I just feel like Luka Doncic just has to be there.
1: Yeah, Luka's putting up the numbers. And I don't think it's a stretch to say that, obviously, Luka has not peaked yet. That's not what I'm saying he can obviously get more efficient and become like a, a better season passer and such. But in terms of like production, like there's a case that can be made that like he's not going to put up more than 30 points per game in his career. Like for, or he might, like for a season, uh, he might not average more than like nine rebounds and eight assists, I mean, which is what he's doing this year. So there's a case that can be made that like production wise, that he won't get much better. He can probably become a, a better passer, turn the ball over less, become a better three point shooter. He's not really shooting well from three this year. He's shooting twenty-nine percent on seven attempts. And again, I just want to like echo my point that I think winning, particularly with the starting position in the all-star game, should matter. Like he's no doubt gonna be an all-star this year. I think I just think it should be as a reserve because the match, like I said, 13th.
4: Well sure, yeah, I understand as a reserve, but again, all star starters are always a popularity contest that that's my opinion on it. but, like, for example, last year, you seen Bradley Beal. he got snubbed just because his team wasn't a winning team. like I don't know, that seemed like that winning shouldn't be a criteria for all, like the all star game because when we could talk about like NBA awards, like MVP and stuff that, that's when we talk about winning. And, like, All-Star, I think, it should just be, like, the best 15 players. And I feel like Luka Doncic is a much better point guard than Dame Lillard. And even Steph Curry. Actually, you know, uh, I'm not going to say that. But at least uh, Dame Lillard. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm almost up, i was up. A yeah. that's, uh, a, that's a debate. But, uh, yeah, that's a debate for right. another time.
4: But, yeah, uh, I, I just feel like he's, 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 like, top three point guard for sure um, right now in the league. And even though he's so young. So, yeah, that, that's why I would have one in the starter.
0: I think this is similar to the argument that uh, Kyle makes whenever he talks about Russ, right? Like, Russ puts up the stats. We know that. But his efficiency isn't up there. So I think this kind of plays into the same type of thing where, like, you know, uh, Luca has the stats. Like, he he's a monster, dude. Like, he's like a walking triple-double. And plus, like, he doesn't rely on his athleticism to do that. Um, he's, like, clever. Like, he knows how to play, Right. And because of that, he's able to put up those monster stats. But again, that efficiency, the winning percentages, it's not adding up. So I, th- I understand, I understand the point that Kyle's trying to make. But I would still keep Luca in there just because, like, Luca has a lot more appeal than Dame does in terms of like popularity.
3: Mm, honestly, you guys made some pretty good points. I just want to say on one thing about Luca before we move on to the Eastern Conference, and you know, you guys have a point. Like. He does kind of resemble uh Russell Westbrook to a certain extent. He's putting up monster numbers like you guys are saying, and I don't know if you guys know this, but he's actually shooting less percentage from 3 than Russell Westbrook is this year. So, that's <laughs> just something to keep in mind. So, that's like
0: fascinating. That's fascinating.
3: Yeah, no, it's just like like we bag on Westbrook for, you know, being a bad shooter or being inefficient, but Lucas kind of, you know, going on that same kind of uh trend line, you know what I mean? So, it's just something to be aware of and Luca also doesn't have much help, so that might be a reason why he's putting up a lot of points. Porzingis just came back, and I know this is going to be a little bit of a hot sink, but he's a little bit overrated in my opinion. Porzingis is not what he was before, so Luca's just, you know, he's doing all he can, but it's not translating to winning, so that's just some food for thought. Just real quick
4: about on- the overrated comment. Um, I kind of agree with you, and I see where you're coming from, but I wouldn't call him overrated. I think everyone just has higher expectations of him just because, you know, the unicorn, he was like being that seven foot player and like having his skill set. like you expect him to do a lot more with that. So I think we expect more from him, but I wouldn't say he's overrated because no one's like looking at him like being like, Oh, he's all-star, but he is all-star capable. That's what people are saying. So I, I wouldn't use that term overrated. That's,
0: that's all. That's
3: a fair point. That's a fair point. All right, uh, do you guys want to move on to the Eastern Conference?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think this is where we actually have, like, some differing opinions, at least, on all right. some things. All right,
2: let's go East.
4: All right, I'll start it off since uh, I finished on the West. Um, so the front court, I think we all basically agree with KD, uh, Giannis, and Joel Embiid. I, I I don't know if any one of you took out Giannis for any reason. I did. I did. <laughs> doesn't make sense but okay um and then in the uh, front court i have bradley Beale. i know the wizards aren't doing great but after last year the way he got snubbed i really feel he needs to have a, a starting spot this time and not only that his stats are unbelievable man like i feel so bad for him being stuck on the wizards right now like you see him like Every game that he plays he'll drop like 44 points or something and then you'll see a meme at the end with him just like sitting on the bench just like looking at the rest of his team like damn I feel bad for this dude I feel like if it's any consolation he should get the starting spot and the second spot I, I think we all have like different players but uh I definitely I uh, think James Harden should be there. I know he just came out of the West and he wasn't playing like you know his stats aren't like James Harden esque. But um we all know what kind of superstar talent he is. So I, I definitely think he should be a starter.
3: Yeah, that's a fair
4: point. Um
3: uh, let me no go for it, go for No nah, you good, now nah, you good. All right. So let me just um I think we can all agree to at least Embiid and um, Kevin Durant. I think we all have them on our list. I mean NBA like Jokic is probably the best best big man on the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference for Jokic, so they're both pretty much top MVP candidates as of now. But um, let's kind of move on. So the reason why I have uh, Sabonis over Ansu Zekumpo is just because. All right, so tonight if the Pacers win against the Sixers, the Pacers will have a better record than the Bucks. So that's just some food for thought. And on top of that, I mean, yeah, Giannis is scoring more, but. I mean, Sabonis is assisting the ball more with less turnovers, and he's shooting the ball at a better efficiency. Uh, Sabonis is also averaging above 20 points, which is pretty well. Um, he's also getting more rebounds than Ansu Kumpo. But aside from stats, um, so the Bucks' biggest weakness actually comes from Giannis' biggest weakness. So I just think that's something that's pretty interesting. Giannis is shooting like below 30% from three and he's incapable of hitting free throws in clutch moments. So in terms of being productive um, and being like a good player in certain moments, that's kind of what's leading the Bucks to starting to lose some certain games. But just for that reason, I'm putting Sabonis above him. I don't think Sabonis is going to get the start over Giannis at all, um, nor do I think he's a better player. But I just think that Sabonis is having a great season this year. So I decided to vote for him in that position.
4: That was the dumbest take I've ever heard. But
0: <laughs> 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 I was
4: just waiting for one of you guys to say it. But what, bro? What? I thought you were going to say like Jalen Brown or something. Oh my! Like, or Jason Tatum. Yeah, no, but that, you- that's,
3: for the, that's for um.
4: Oh my god, bro! Paul Marcus, bro. why don't you to Marcus Smart as the guard, bro? Come on,
3: what you doing, bro? What kind of bias is this, bro? To say you don't like Giannis. Oh my cool. god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, you can't. You can't tell me Savonis is not having a great
0: year. Okay, look. Oh, he's so having. I agree, but I, 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 starter yeah.
4: over Giannis? Come on, now this is I, Giannis. We're
0: we talking about. Okay, so I mean, let's be, Here's the thing, man. So wait, uh, you want to finish your point, Eric? Go ahead.
3: Yeah, let me just defend myself real quick. I mean, can we all agree that Giannis is basically their the Bucks' biggest strength, but also their biggest weakness? I mean, we can all agree to that, right? No. Why not? Mm. sure he has um
4: problems with the free throw and also the the three-pointer but like if if you look at it this way right he's shooting threes because he wants to get more efficient and better at it that's what the season is for and like obviously he can get better in the playoffs uh like i I feel like what he's doing in the season he's setting himself up for the playoffs but if if he isn't shooting threes then that just closes the floor spacing and like I like we we always talk about Ben Simmons for one who he doesn't shoot threes and then he gets ridiculed for it but now Giannis is attempting to shoot threes and like we're going to ridicule him just because he doesn't have that kind of-
0: That's that's a great point. Uh, that's a uh, great point.
4: Look- like it's like you can't come on like you, you got to make up your mind of what you want players to do like and, and Giannis he is their greatest strength he gets the most defensive focus and like yes he has room for improvement he's still 26 like we forget like how uh, young he is and how much you can still develop. So in terms of that, like, I don't think he's the, their weakness. He's definitely their strength. And without Giannis, the team is nothing. I think um, more so uh, the Bucs just need to, I don't think Bucks are losing because of Giannis. Like, l- let's not get it twisted. The Bucs are in it because of Giannis. Like, I think they lost their death and that's why um, uh, uh, the Bucs are struggling right now. But it's definitely not because of Giannis. And yeah, he, he choked a few free throws. I know what you're talking about. Um like,
3: hold right, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Okay, let me just counter react that. Um, so I wasn't saying because he's shooting and missing a lot. I just mean that Sabonis is a better offensive player than Giannis is currently. I mean, he can do so much more, he can stretch the floor, he can he's one of the best players in the short pick and roll. He can pass the ball better than Giannis, even though he doesn't get as much attention as Giannis. So I just thought that, you know, offensively he's Been probably better than Giannis this season.
4: Okay, but defense Giannis is way better than. I mean,
3: I mean, see if you're looking at stats alone, he's only averaging about a block and a steal per game, which isn't like you know isn't like magnificent. It's not defensive. Do
0: you
4: you think Sabonis is a a interior like a really good interior defender, or or is he like intimidating in any? I I, he is he is a good defender, but he isn't like Giannis good. Giannis is a defensive. defensive player of the year, right? Or
3: I, I get up? that. Um it's just that like, you know, in terms of when I was saying it, he was kind of the Bucks' weakness, it I just mean that like all right, one of the weaknesses of the Bucks is, you know, their half-court play. So like once they pass the half-court line, they're not able to do too much especially with Giannis there. But that's kind of a weakness that comes with Giannis. I mean, he's a great player overall, but that's just something that I wanted to point out to um that's just something that I wanted to point out to
0: Okay, here's the thing. All right, so for me, right, uh, I actually had a slight, uh, slight discrepancy uh, from what you guys uh, selected as the thing, as uh, your starters for the East. Um, one thing I agree with, uh, with Narf is that, you know, Bradley Beal deserves that spot, man. Like, he's playing his mind out, dude. He's an absolute freaking scorer, man, and I really want him to start. Um, the thing is that his team is a winning man, and that's that's really unfortunate, dude. Like, this man is playing, like, his heart out, <laughs> And like you always see, like the like the uh, crying Jordan meme, dude. Like you know, no matter what this man does, like he's they're still losing. And I think that might be due to like the coaching or whatever. But um, I would really like to see Bradley Beal in the starting guard position. Uh, for the second guard, I put Jalen Brown. And the reason why I didn't choose Harden was because like James Harden, like he was barely playing, dude. So I feel like his time in the Eastern Conference shouldn't like. That's not really a factor. Um, he's only played, like, what, like, maybe less than 10 games. So I feel like Jalen Brown, in the absence of Jason Tatum, he was balling out, dude. Like, he, would, he was doing, like, a lot to help the Celtics win. So that's why I put... Uh, and Jalen, uh, Jason Tatum has been out for a while, so that's why I picked Jalen Brown. Um, KD, he's, an, he's just a monster, dude. This man was coming off an Achilles tear, and it looks like he hasn't missed a single step. Like, he's doing amazing, dude. And Giannis, because, like, Giannis is Giannis. But for, like, this last position... I put Sabonis over Joel Embiid. Now, hear me out, right? So, Joel Embiid, he's averaging 28 points, 11 boards, and then, like, 3 assists, okay? Now, Sabonis is averaging 20 points, 12 boards, and, like, 6 assists. So, the thing is that I feel like uh, Devonta Sabonis, I feel like he's a more complete player than Joel Embiid in that sense, Um and that's why I kind of wanted to see him see him in the All Star game. Um, Joel Embiid. I feel like he's probably he's probably still gonna get that starting position just because he has that appeal, like that fan appeal. A lot of a lot more people are gonna a lot more people. Guys, are- Sabonis. I continue. Uh-huh. To agree. <laughs> uh I was saying he's probably gonna p- get picked up, but I'd rather see Sabonis there just because like he has he's a more complete player. Um, but if we're going off like fan rankings. Definitely, Joel Embiid probably can get the spot, but I want to see Sabonis in there. <laughs> my guy, bro. My guy, bro. I mean, okay, <laughs> look, so,
3: look, look.
0: look. Let's Let's People,
3: <laughs> what are you guys
4: saying? Oh my god, I cannot. Oh wow, that this is I mine. Mean,
3: my- Have you seen Sabonis play, bro? He's a beast, bro. He is a beast. I know he's a beast. I'm not denying that, but the fact have you seen Embiid play and Giannis play? Like
4: when you think beast, you think about these huge seven-foot tall players like Embiid and uh Giannis. You don't think about Sabonis. I mean Sabonis, he's a great player, don't get me wrong. But like come on, what Embiid is doing with Philly, like if we're talking about winning. Philly literally winning just because of Embiid's play this year like this dude is demanding the ball getting in the post bodying people you're having like three players trying to drag him down just so they can stop him in the post come on you're not putting Embiid as a starter like come on i had a better point about Giannis and Sabonis but you have to have Embiid there like this not only is he a showman but he's also a Beast in the paint and as a player, oh my
0: goodness! I can't. I, I agree. I agree. I can't believe blasphemy. I agree, I agree with everything you're saying, bro. The thing is, I feel like Sabonis's improvement is more so than Joel Embiid's improvement. He just started scoring more. You know, you
3: know, know, let, let me. me, let 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 me,
0: me let's let's improve. What kind
4: of? Oh my goodness! You
3: know, you know, I, I think I know what um what he, he says saying here. So basically, what he's trying to say is, okay, and this is something I'm saying, my personally, right? So yeah, Giannis and Embiid are more dominant players, but Sabonis is more of a complete player. So that's what I guess me and Issa are saying together. Like if you think about it, yo, you can pull out a weakness for Embiid, you can pull out a weakness for Giannis. So pretty much good at everything, and doesn't really have that big of a weakness compared to the the other two. So definitely um, than those. two.
0: I mean, you're you're kind of cutting out, uh, Avery. Anyway. What did you say the last part?
3: I would just say that he's more of a complete player than NBA
0: See, that's That's my argument. I feel like Damanis-Simonis is more complete and that he does more. Like, he doesn't just score. I'm not like, really uh, going guys, man. This is the stupidest thing
4: I've ever heard. Um, I'll, I'll let the people who listen to us just laugh at you guys, and I'm, I'm just going to stay quiet. <laughs> if you guys are hearing, uh, this, hearing this, comment and tell these guys how wrong they are. Please, for me. Thank
0: you. Okay, uh, I feel like Kyle has a take on the Eastern –
1: Uh, Um, uh, based off what you said uh, the argument is there that the bonus might be a more well-rounded player than Giannis because Giannis is not a good free throw shooter and he can't shoot bonus can shoot and he's a solid free throw shooter but I don't think that's true whatsoever with Joel Joel is an amazing defender he's slightly below average as a three-point shooter but he can still hit open threes he's good in the mid-range and he's good in the post the only um, the only thing that I'd say Sabonis is better at than him his playmaking. But other than that, I think Joel is better than at everything else. Uh in my opinion, Joel Embiid, Giannis, and Kevin Durant are the three guys in the front court that should be starting. Kevin Durant is averaging his most points since his um since his MVP season. I think he's so, second
0: in the league. Real quick, uh, you know it's you probably won't believe this, but Demonis Bonus averaging more boards than Joel Embiid at at this current juncture in time.
1: Would you say that? Demondi Sabonis is a better rebounder than Joel Embiid. Did you say he's a better I mean, player than Joel? I would. Huh. You oh, say he's at the oh, better shit. Talk to him. Talk to him. Oh, look,
0: look, 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 look. You said everything, but that's not true. Like yeah. Demondi Sabonis is nice averaging basketball. more boards, bro. Like then than thing. Then, bro, uh-oh.
4: basketball isn't just numbers, man. There's more to it than that. Well, bro, so you, my reason
3: for having. Said- Okay. Okay. Keep going. My Sorry. reason
1: for having Joel starting is the 76ers are first in the Eastern Conference. Um, in my opinion, he's the number one in the MVP race currently. Him and Jokic are my top two. I give him yes. the I give him the edge because the 76ers are first. They lost to the Pistons without Joel Embiid. And another reason I'd say that Joel Embiid should be starting is, as great as Ben Simmons is defensively, he's one of the better defenders in the league. He's kind of struggled on offense this year uh some can make the argument he's regressing but he's definitely struggled to say the least and i mean they've had some big wins they just recently beat the lakers um and joel Embiid was doing his thing he was giving everybody problems and kevin durant the reason i said he should be starting is second in the league in scoring currently most since his mvp year i think he's top five in the mvp debate right now the nets are second um Giannis, i mean the case the case can be made sabonis is there but Giannis is having just as good of a season even though Sabonis is very underrated and he's having a great season as well. Um, and my guard position, I think this is where we will, uh, I think I'll get some disagreements. I think one of the starting gu- guards is Jalen Brown. Um, Jalen Brown is, I believe the Celtics are second or third currently in the East. Or, I'm sorry, the fifth. Yeah, because they lost last night. But Jalen Brown has been awesome this year. He's been the Celtics' best player so far. Jason Tatum was out because of health and safety protocols for a bit. And Jalen in that time has really blossomed and become awesome. Uh, this is where we'll disagree. So I agree that winning shouldn't he's really be
0: has <laughs> been out, um, he's I, really blossomed and he's awesome. That's awesome. Well, um, man,
1: sorry, go, ahead. No, you're go ahead. good. So uh, while I do agree <laughs> that All-Stars shouldn't, determine, I mean, winning shouldn't determine who should be an all-star. I do think it matters when talking about all-star starters. That's why I didn't have Bradley Beal as a starter. I do think he's an all-star, but I'd have him come off the bench for Kyrie Irving. So last year, Kyrie only played 20 games, and that was up until that point his best season of his career. This year, sure he's been even better than that. He's averaging more points. He's averaging just a little bit under in terms of rebounding and just a little bit less assist less than his career best and that's because James Harden has been added to the team and James Harden a lot of the times is a primary ball handler because he's a better he's a better playmaker than Kyrie but the Nets are currently second in the Eastern Conference and Kyrie's having an amazing season. That's why I think he should be starting over Beale.
0: So if, so if we're using sorry uh let me I'll just make one quick point. So if we're using like winning percentages then you know Kyle is completely right. Um, but I feel like like Bradley Beal, the way he's playing, bro, I feel like he's better than Kyrie Irving. Uh, <laughs> uh, like it, just in my opinion, like, dude, this man is like trying his hardest, bro, scoring like, scoring like 40, 30, 30, 40 a night, dude. Like, come on, dude. Like this man is like playing his heart out, man. Um, obviously, if he had like more viable options like on the team, then it would make sense he'd be scoring less. But like. I feel like Bradley Beal deserves a spot over Kyrie, man. But if we're going off winning percentages, then Kyrie would be starting over him. So, so
4: I actually disagree with you. Even though I said Bradley Beal should be a starter, I agree with Kyle on his, like, his reasonings. I I feel like they're completely legit. Kyrie Irving is having an amazing season and, like, they're winning. And, you know, having two other superstars on the team and still putting up the stats that he's putting up, like, it, it's still incredible to see. So um, I, I don't think Bradley Beal is, like, that point that you said Bradley Beal is a better player than Kyrie I think Bradley Beal is an amazing talent but he's not better than Kyrie I think his stats are not only because he's on a bad team but like um I I just don't see him and Kyrie being in the same um like level so I I completely disagree with you there That's, that's all I wanted to say
1: I just i just um for me i had winning as like a big like i don't think winning should determine who should be an all-star because i agree i think Bradley Beal should have been an all-star last year as well but i think it should be a determining factor in who starts um that's why i'd say KD and Grant should be starting in the all-star game they're both on the yeah. second best team in the eastern conference and Kyrie as great of a year as Beal is having the wizards are like either 14th or 15th in the west in the eastern conference and they stink so if, if that's the thing
0: bro on a team with Russell Westbrook, right, you'd expect him to be hogging like everything, right? This man, this man, freaking Bradley Beal, he's averaging almost 35, 5 and 5. Okay. Kyrie's averaging like roughly 28, 5 and 6. So, like, if you're making it bu- based off the stats, like, Bradley Beal is like way up there, bro. Like, he's better than Kyrie right now. Um, because he's doing more than Kyrie. I don't know what else you want me to say. He's doing more than him. I don't think Kyrie's a bad player at all. They're not winning. I think. <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah, they're not winning. But what what can you say, man? I mean, the thing is that Kyrie missed like a huge chunk of the season too. Like so far, he only really like, missed, he missed games. like was it like a couple weeks, right? Six, seven
4: games, or uh, like eight games at most, I think.
0: Yeah, so it, it was roughly like two, three weeks. He missed two, three weeks, and Bradley Beal has been there like the whole time, dude. Like I feel like he, if you're going off stats, Bradley Beal's got to be in there, man
4: well if we're talking about winning though um in the west yes we were having right. if, if we're talking about winning and we're talking about we were like arguing about the guards that that are in the west if that's we're right. talking about specifically winning I think Donovan Mitchell should be a starter in the west because the, Bro. the <laughs> right that, that's what I'm saying like oh we're, we're talking about winning like then honestly like who why are the jazz winning I get it they have an amazing team everyone's playing great. Like I feel like will, either Donovan Mitchell or Rudy Gobert should be given credit for, for that because they're the stars of the team. But uh, the bigger star is um, Donovan Mitchell. So like I'm just saying, if we're going off winning, Donovan Mitchell should be a starter as well.
1: That's definitely a good point and something I, I definitely thought about, particularly with the Jazz being on this win streak that just ended today. Um, Donovan right. Mitchell started off the season a little bit slow, but during that streak, he definitely picked it up. Um, I would just say I would just say um Steph and Steph and Dame have been a lot more a lot more important to their team because behind Donovan Mitchell, like I think the Jazz right now are like number one in the league in three point shooting. Uh, Mike Conley is having another bounce back year. He's been really good. And yeah, last what year they, he was
0: butt, man. I'm not gonna lie. Last year he was terrible. Yeah, he's been, he's been
1: awesome this year. Um and Rigo Bear has yeah. really been he's been really good as well. I think he should definitely be an all star. I wouldn't say starter because Jokic has been like an MVP-level player, which is the only reason I don't have Gobert starting. Um, but that's definitely a good point. I just think – um, what's his name? I just think Steph and Dame have been more important to their teams while putting up similar to better numbers.
0: Agreed. So are you, are you saying uh, Bradley Beal is less important to the Wizards than uh, Kyrie is to the Nets?
1: I mean, you can't tell his importance because they suck with him and suck without him. himself. <laughs> you know? bro, I mean, bro. I feel like if Bradley Beal wasn't there. I mean, they already are, like,
0: close to the bottom. Are they at the bottom? Nah, bro. I think no, bro. Yeah,
3: the yeah they're, the, they're the worst team right now. But, oh yo, gosh. you know what's, you know what's <laughs>
0: happening,
3: bro? Bro, Who's Westbrook what? is bringing them down, bro. He's giving a negative, bro. Bro, yes, I'm, 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 I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, but um, all jokes aside, I kind of agree with you guys, um, one thing that I kind of hate about the All-Star game is that winning is such a big factor, and for that reason, um, Bradley Beal probably won't be an All-Star starter, even though he's been one of the better guards in the Eastern Conference, but um, so, yeah, I don't know if Bradley Beal would probably make an all-star game, but I guess we can Art, all agree. That. Come on, starter
4: is a popularity contest. It's not about winning or losing. It's about how many fans he got. And I think Bradley yeah, Beal got a lot of
0: fans this season.
4: More than Kyrie? Well, Kyrie obviously has those fans, but I think he's going to get a nah, lot. Of
0: Kyrie, Kyrie got those weird fans, bro. They'd be like, was it like flat earth and stuff, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
3: These stupid dedicated supporters, bro.
0: Yo, yo, Trey Young? No, i kidding. No, no. no, no. Yeah, Trey Young,
1: tri- um, Young is I wanted, good, to tri- I wanted to trigger Kyle because I know he doesn't like Trey Young. It's not like I don't like Trey Young. I just think a lot of his, uh, a lot of his, ma- I shouldn't say mannerisms, but a lot of his habits when during games are fucking annoying. And getting players on his backs and backing into them and drawing fouls. Steve Nash is his he basketball hero, me. and and even Steve Nash said that's not basketball. So. I, yeah, he, he does, does that a lot
3: because yeah, like Steve Nash
1: is do uh, coaching a player just like him, <laughs> but uh, but he doesn't do it to that extent. Where come like on, players... you no, about... no, no, no. no, I know I, got... no, I get that James Harden he he does on, a, lot, bro. a lot, but Trey Young is really taking it to another level. While most players, James Harden included, Chris Paul does this too, but uh, when they get the player on their back, they stop and then shoot. Trae Young legitimately.
0: Backs into Players, uh, he, dude, he, back it, he back bro. Come on,
4: grabbing like another dude's hands and like pulling him in and like I don't know. You, have you seen those plays? Like he grabbed LeBron James' hand and like put it into his chest and literally dragged him along as he was going for a layup, and the foul was called on LeBron because the contact was there. Wait,
3: Narf, you you can't say nothing, bro. Kyle Lowry yeah. went underneath somebody. <laughs>
1: Oh, Mari is thick, bro. Yo, bro.
3: <laughs> bro, he went underneath a dude's legs, bro. Yo,
1: so bro. in the on, in wow. the game against the Clippers, um, which I expected the Clippers to lose and have Paul George or Kawhi. This is just one play out of dozens that Trey Young he does this shit. Um, Terrence Mann was defending him. Terrence Mann didn't even jump. He was standing like just by him. He went over a screen. Trey Young jumps into him like he doesn't jump straight up to shoot. He jumps into him and gets three free throws okay. like i don't know if you would say that's an offense okay. i'd say that's an offensive foul okay. you know what i mean okay i, mean, moment, I don't moment. disagree with you he's just taking advantage of the refs no,
2: that, that's done yo i got something to say about this one uh, <laughs> um dantony uh, dantony uh, aka nash they cannot complain about this anymore because this is the same bullshit they were pulling with James Harden when he was in Houston. And you can't get mad when you basically like, you know, James Harden was basically the fucking catalyst of this like over the past few years and you don't like him when the shoe's on the other foot. Like, you know, let's go over to back uh, back in the day when Greg Popovich was like defending Bruce Bowen, sliding his feet underneath a shooter. Uh, guess what? Um, the, golden, nah, state deep, deep. Did, G- golden state didn't did that to him by accident but uh, he had the nerve to say hey listen the real ha- the, no the league had outlawed uh, sliding your feet underneath the fucking like shooter guess why they did that because bruce bowen aka a player you no. Uh, what do you mean? No,
0: it was on the quiet one. It's was Petulia. Yeah, but Petulia yeah,
2: oh. put it under him. But you can't, you can't complain about uh, like you know shit not being fair when you literally defended that shit. Like you, you enabled it to happen. So, like mm-hmm. Nash cannot. Nash can like you know think the angriest thought that he wants. But like you know, like part of his staff literally made that whole jumping into defenders at the three point line a thing. So, like I think. <laughs> You're going to hear me uh, play the world's smallest violin for him.
0: I think the thing is that, like, with Trey Young, he's really, really small. Like, you look at other players, you look at dudes like James Harden. James Harden's kind of big, dude. You look at Trey Young, this man is a twig, dude. And, like, not like a twig, twig, but he's really small. And I think that gives him the benefit of the doubt, like, a lot of the time. Because, like...
4: Bro, right. if, like, he found an exploit. He's abusing it. It's like when you play Call of Duty, you find an exploit in the game, like the DMRs, and then, like, you just like, exploit it. Like,
0: that's what it is, you know? Like, he, he I mean, found it, it, works, it... it works, right? If it works, it works, especially for his size, bro. I mean, when James Harden started getting, like, every single thing a foul while going in the paint, he started doing it more. He had, like, 30 freaking free throws a game, man. Like, so I feel like Trey Young, like, he has the right to, like, kind of uh, exploit it a little bit because he is small. He kind of deserves it. Uh, that's fair. But yeah, small like a ray.
3: Oh, <laughs> yo, okay. Uh, first of all, just because a player is small doesn't mean that they deserve a foul. I think that's kind of a bullshit um, statement that you just had. And second of all, Narf, fuck you, bro. That's a uh, kind of call for bro.
2: Uh, so, um, man, that's messed uh, up. All right, okay. Um. Uh, okay. So, oh, I completely forgot. Uh. Wow, what standings? Okay. Uh, where do we stand, guys?
0: So one thing I want to say is that I feel like these standings are really skewed, man. I'll be real. The thing is that like with the whole situation right now, right. Um, With games getting postponed, I feel like these standings are super skewed because like no one has a full team, dude. Like the Boston Celtics were without Jason Tatum for like the longest time. And I feel like that severely affected their record. Um, I feel like that's happening with teams like all over the league, man. They're the The standings are skewed. I don't think they're accurate. Yeah, like the Raptors,
4: you know, they're playing in Tampa. They're they're playing every game's a away game for them. Uh, So, you know, like when when they played Orlando, they had more Orlando fans than um, actual Raptors fans in the Tampa Bay arena. So, yeah. So, yeah,
0: definitely this season doesn't count for the Raptors. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I mean, I think it's kind of funny because, like, I mean, I, I, I think Pascal Siakam, like he's really like important to the you team. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they're losing with him and without him. So I, think, I think yeah. that just goes to show Toronto kind of doing kind of butt cheeks right now, man. I don't yeah, know.
3: This, this is kind of this is kind of irrelevant. But do you guys think that Siakam is gonna get an
0: All Star selection this year? No, hell no, hell no, <laughs> hell no dude. He was he was All Star like last year, right? Was it last year? Yeah, no. bruh.
3: I've been saying, bro, he's not gonna get it. it. I've been saying, bro,
4: over it. But no, honestly, the standings this year, like with both Eastern and Western conference, is so tight. Like, we know who the clear like top teams are. I I feel like, but like Mm -hmm. you know, in the bottom, like the eighth down to like the 13th seed, like it's super tight. Um, I think like there's a few teams that we can like (laughs) really eliminate, like, the Timberwolves and the Wizards and Pistons, but, like, other than that, like, every team still has a shot. Every team has a lot of talent, and it's just, like, yeah, it's really fun to uh, watch basketball right now.
3: Yeah, honestly, I agree with you guys 100%. One thing that I really like about this season is that now there's a playing tournament, so it's going to be even more cooler to see what teams will make the playoffs and which teams will miss it. And on top of that, um, this season, the Eastern Conference is getting super intense, so... It's definitely fun as um, a fan of a team in the Eastern Conference. So kind of want to see how that plays out. Like, it's, like, literally rotating one day. Boston's the fifth seed, the next day the third seed. Brooklyn's second seed, but, like, a few days ago they were just fifth seed. So it was pretty interesting to see and monitor the Eastern and Western Conference for that fact.
0: I mean, but then, like, you got, like, teams who haven't even played at all, though, like, uh, for example, like, you look at – I think it's Memphis – they played, like, a lot fewer games than, like... Yeah, they played, like, 14 something. games. Yeah, they played 14 games. San Antonio played 20. And that's really skewing these standings, man. Like, it just does not make sense. I don't know how they're going to make up all these postponements, dude. Like, so many games. I think the last two weeks... is Was it the last two weeks? Like, Memphis hasn't played for a while, man. Yeah, they've In, missed, like, three games or four games. That's insane, man. I don't know when they're going to make these games up. And when they do, it's going to cause, like, a ripple effect on the, on the rest of the league. Cause like, this like it's it's gonna it's gonna eventually like cause like a lot of like problems in terms of like how they're gonna rate teams and eventually like if if it goes like this then everyone's gonna be waiting on Memphis to finish up their t- their season. Why that makes no sense? Cause they're fourteen games in. Like
3: the rest of the league is like twenty.
4: I mean I'm pretty sure the NBA can figure that out. That's not there shouldn't be that big of a logistics thing.
3: If, if I'm not wrong, I remember seeing um. So I definitely was friend. They They kind of threw in a few games like in the season. So like instead of playing a um one game and then having like a three-day off and then another game, they kind of threw in the back to back somewhere in between. So I'm pretty sure they're gonna find a way to manufacture and kind of just sliding games here and there when where they can.
4: Man, Isa be overthinking everything, bro.
0: I mean I mean mean, but I don't know, it's just that it's I think it's just Memphis, dude. NFC has 14 games. I think the next... Oh, wait, no. Washington has 15 games. <laughs> so, so yeah, they're pretty close. Uh, I don't know <laughs> what your point is,
4: bro. <laughs> I lost
0: you. Uh,
2: but, yeah. I think Kyle got something to say, man. All right. Are we, are um, we, are we breaking out to trivia or what's up?
1: Let's go for it. Wait, what are we doing? Trivia. Oh, okay. All right. Word. Oh, the question for today is: 1997, the Washington then Bullets changed their name to the Washington Wizards. Um, in that draft, who did they draft in the second round? The hint I'll give you guys is: his is a famous basketball move that is derived from his name.
0: I think Narf got it. He's a pretty, like, intellectual guy, man. I think he knows this. Uh,
1: 1997? Off. 1997. All right. Ooh. Narf, you want
4: to go first? I, I can't. It's no, no names are clicking in, so got to go skip me.
1: All right. So you want to go next? Uh... He's
0: googling it. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he put
4: it
1: on me. I know what he's nah, doing.
0: Nah, I actually don't know, man. Um, you said, <laughs> wait, you said uh, drafted by Washington, Washington Wizards in
1: 1997 in the second round.
0: In the set, okay, in the second round, bro, that's kind of deep, man. I don't even know how you figure this stuff out, man. Like you, you bring like the, like the toughest questions, bro. Like this is just you. This is like only you can answer it. Uh, I'm a pass, bro. I, I, I have no idea. I'm going to say T Mac or something. Alright. <laughs> oh, <what>? know <laughs> All
3: right. Uh, yeah, Ari
0: Avery. Avery got it. My man, pretty smart.
2: Uh, bro, I, I
3: think
0: Shami should go before me. I'm still uh,
3: looking
2: at something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, man. T- Tim Duncan?
4: I feel like he got traded. Uh, so the Euro step. I, I'd say Monument Ginobili, Ginobili. With the.
1: Yeah, so I think it you was know, like 2002 or something. So, I don't know, man. He wasn't—I yeah. believe he was a second-round pick, but I think he was drafted a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Eric, you want to go next? I mean, the only person that
3: I know that hasn't moved named after them is like Alex English, but like I'm pretty sure was drafted way before that. So I don't know. I'll do with him.
1: All right, uh, nobody got it. The answer is God Sham God. You know what's crazy? I just found it. I, like,
0: just found it, dude. That's crazy. I was searching up his on the an answer.
2: I knew the answer, but I didn't want to say it.
0: He, His I, name was God? What kind of name is that? This is the first time I've I've heard of God Sham God. I've heard of Sham God, but I've never heard of God Sham God. That's his name, bro. Oh, my God. Yo, God obviously, Sham-God. like, some
3: of us weren't alive at that time. So, like, um, Kyle, my guy, was he a good player? Or was he just known for that move?
1: I wasn't alive at the time. How would I know? okay so was the
0: his, yeah yeah <laughs> his career yo. games played 20 points 3.1 assist 1.8 bro this man was a beast yo. Dude, 20, games, stuck game, like, 20 games man
1: bro i'm looking at his like 3.1 points yeah cool.
0: 1.8 assists
3: I got one
4: trivia question: How many Celt- uh, How many uh, championships have the Celtics won in the last thirty-five years?
3: I got. I got another question for you, bro. <laughs> how, many, how many games have the Raptors won this year?
4: I, I don't know. They won the same amount of championships as the Celtics. That's all I know. Bro, mm. bro, is, is it? winning any championship anytime soon. Not with Marcus Smart and that they're, team. <laughs> they're...
3: they're, they're bro okay their team that Raptors <laughs> played was basically disabled bro so like
4: was <laughs> something's gonna go to the championship if they went to the cha- if they beat Raptors and went to the championship then they could have gotten the same thing but you know they could they didn't so sucks to be you all
0: right guys i think we should wrap it up, do all, this right wrap it right up. Now. all right all right you got the socials brother all
3: right um i right. appreciate you guys for listening to our podcast so you guys can catch us on youtube at the east coast broadcast we're also on pretty much any platform that you guys listen to your podcasts, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, pretty much anywhere. And we also have an Instagram and a Twitter by the handle of ecbcast. So we do some posts here and there, do some tweets. So if you guys wanna check us out, do that. And also leave a comment if you guys have any questions or anything like that. You can go to our uh, our YouTube or you guys can email us. And if you guys have like some, like a hot take or something like that, hit us up on Twitter and then maybe we'll mention it in the video. That guys pretty much it. So catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Gg to Isa for beating me in
1: fantasy.
0: Got you. Don't worry. Oh wow. Damn. Yo,
3: um,
1: if you're unless you're gonna be five and one after this week in fantasy, don't talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) me So is Isa. Isa's gonna be five and one too.
0: Sir. Yes, sir. This oh, man, Narc, bro. Fly. He was saying he was the best, bro. Get out of here, man. Bro, my plays are Get hurt, bro. Yo. Get out of here, man. He <laughs> lost to me when his players were